The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more show 320 on this 24th day of July. 2023 we are part of the belly up media network go to bellyupsports.com for all their great articles and uh, other great sports podcasts lots going on there the belly up world uh also today's show is brought to you by seatgeek.com and the seatgeek app use promo code 1420 pod at seatgeek.com today to save so 20 bucks on your first purchase thank you everybody who listens to the show throughout these summer months to get you through those uh, long road trips to wherever you're going to the lake to the to the mountains to the beach to whatever you're doing to a ball game whatever's happening throughout the summer months thank you for very much for uh listening to the show throughout uh on a day-to-day basis dave uh we just talked on friday we had uh, quite the conversation i actually listened to that one today i quite a few laughs about that show on friday it turned out uh i think a lot better than both of us hoped it was uh quick and easy but it was good but uh you went down to montana on uh saturday morning you came back yesterday how was the qu- the the quick short and sweet trip it was it was excellent it was spent with family uh it's always nice to uh have have time with family, like uh, extended family that I don't see very often. Uh, the, the one brother-in-law, his family lives in Saudi Arabia, uh, so I only see them once a year. But so it was good. Uh, I I was never if we were out of the house, I was close to water, which is how it day on the lake, day in the pool. When uh, Davy wanted to get wet, he got wet because uh, she was toasty down there in in uh, the Flathead Valley. Yeah, I was uh, on the ball field all day Saturday and all day Sunday, like we talked about on Friday night there. And man, oh man, it was uh, hotter than the surface of the fucking sun in Fox, Alberta on Saturday and Sunday. My God, it was it it was uh, it was a lot. But uh, like we said before, we went on the air tonight. Uh, I didn't have a piss from basically from about three o'clock on until ten o'clock when I had a few beers in me, and uh, big things started flowing a little bit because I I couldn't drink enough Gatorade and water to to keep me going. It was something like it. It's, it's crazy how that uh, you, you never thought about that much when you were a kid. Eh? It was just one of those things you get to grab a Slurpee and you go for it, but you get a little bit older and the heat gets to you. And uh, yeah, it's just, it goes right through you. A hundred percent, you know, and like, I, I don't know um, what the trends are, but it seems every summer now we have a pretty good stretch of uh, 30 to 35 degrees. Uh, and that's, uh, that's hot for this old man. Yeah, the old heat dome settles in over uh, Southern Alberta. Speaking of beers, Dave, what do you uh, what do you got going on tonight? Oh, I just got the king here tonight. Like I, I, I couldn't mess around. I didn't, I didn't go and grab some good stuff down in Montana. I just, I just got the regular, and because uh, uh, it's what I drink, man. Yeah, I, I, I was drinking Bud Lights, and uh, I went and got some uh, Old Man River Brewing Citrus Ales. They're actually pretty good, good, good little beer from the, our friends down in Lundbrick, Alberta. Might stop in there next week or so and uh, stop into the uh, brewery out there. Uh, tried something a little bit more fruity tonight, a little more uh, upbeat and just some old Bud Light and everything else. But anyways, Dave, <laughs> uh, on Saturday night, we went down to the local tavern there in uh, 
in Vauxhall, Alberta, and it was karaoke night, so it was kind of interesting. All of a sudden, a couple of umpires became Waylon and Willie later on in the evening. There it was a, it wasn't me. It was a little bit different. I, I, I almost got the bug. I almost brought just Gigolo out of the uh, out of the woodworks. I haven't done that one in twenty twenty some years. The award winning uh, Just Gigolo. Uh, karaoke song that i've won a couple of awards and trophies multiple award multiple award winner for just a gigolo uh when's the last time you uh grabbed the old microphone and sang a tune at a, a karaoke bar or a bar oh god it, i think i was living in calgary at the time uh so that would have been jesus 28 years ago it's it's been a long time um i will say this though too i i've never been presented the opportunity to uh to go to to pick up a karaoke mic in front of strangers because uh, that's just one thing Kaylee and I uh, don't really do when we go out. So out, we don't look for karaoke anymore. Well, so the one the one horse town in Vauxhall there so didn't really have much of a choice but to it, and it turned out really good. We had a good time. Even Deanne got out there and sang a couple of tunes, and it was it was a lot of fun. There was one little girl she thought she was Taylor Swift. She put on a just about a basic entire Taylor Swift concert or a set when like she did four songs in a row. I was like, oh Jesus, can you just stop it? But anyway, how many people were in the bar? Oh, there was there had to have been forty five to fifty in there at one point. Yeah, I get filled up pretty good. We like the 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 other umpires and myself and Deanne. We were, uh, I would say, we were the in the top uh, uh, percentile of elderly people in there. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it was Excuse a young crowd. Blue, yeah. yeah. Well, that's good to see what they're up to. All there was one did. guy that an old rummy. He was sitting in the corner by himself. He'd probably been there since ten to ten that morning. He he didn't move much, but he every once in a while someone would throw him a drink and he'd nod something and whatever. He'd been there for quite some time. But they got the, BLTs uh, in that bar. They do. They do. Oh, okay. Not well, not they... a TV or anything, but at VLTs. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a different little spot. And, and an old console. like Sony Trinitron behind the bar kind of thing. Pretty right? much, yeah. The old yeah. tube thing. Yeah, it wasn't on or fuzzy screen. They just kept it off. But anyways, Dave, uh, a lot of contracts. The, the NHL draft happened. Connor Bedard got his rookie deal. 725 or 8, 825 plus incentives. So he can make up to four and a half million bucks this year. You see a bunch of guys who signed, uh, who got drafted out of college into, into the the minor leagues uh, into the major leagues of baseball as well. A lot going on in the uh, contracts getting assigned. Dave, take yourself back. Uh, oh, let's go 30, 35 years or so. And if, if you were given the opportunity to sign a, a big contract and back then the rookie deal probably would have been 400 grand in the NHL and probably the same in major league baseball when it comes down to it. If you're given that first contract, what do you, uh, what are you spending that money on uh, when in 1988, Holy cow. Well, you know, obviously the first and it's the most boring answer, but anyone that doesn't do it, like, you know, let's, let's make sure, uh, mom and dad's house is paid off mom and dad. If it's enough to get them retired, then that's what you do. But then, you know what? I think I buy myself. I, I, I go for the car. I I'm not looking for the Lambo or anything like that, but I want something fairly tricked out. I want, I, I want a nice, a nice uh, set of wheels to, to make my appearances back in 88. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I probably would, I don't know if it would have been a Mustang or, or, or something like that. Maybe a Jaguar. I always liked Jaguars. 
Yeah, you see lots uh, of guys like well, I remember back in like 92, 93 when I was part of that hockey world and guys were getting their contracts and the 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 vehicle and like yeah, everybody buy everybody takes care of their parents and helps out with the mortgage and stuff like that and the mortgage is, is taken care of is basically the biggest cuz that's everybody's biggest expense, right? Is is their housing when it comes down to it. And so yeah, you help out your parents, you know, that's 300 grand or whatever their house might be and you you pay for that. But then every every guy to a to a man almost all, either got a uh, like a uh, uh, some kind of a sports car, Mustang, like you said, or a lot of guys back then in the uh, early '90s, late '80s, they they went with the uh, the Jeep Cherokee or Renegade or whatever it was. Back yeah, then. some kind of big jacked up off road type thing. Yeah, yeah, but, like, but tricked out. Like when I say tricked out, I mean I like that stereo is going to be. Oh, the stereo was the thing. There's no doubt about that. Like, yeah, that that's the, the biggest splurge, right? The big, the best stereo with the six CD changer in the trunk. That thing was a pain in the ass. I had yeah. one of those things. It was awful. I hated that thing. But it's what you had to do, man. Yeah. The uh, the contracts they get nowadays. I mean, it's crazy money. Something we like. It always comes up on our show and, and, and lots of lots of different shows we talk about. And the, the money that these guys come up with, and the way the, how much they make, and it's it's crazy what they the incentives are. And then then you factor it in their <clears throat> sponsorship deals, everything else that they get. Is it? Is it a surprise that there isn't more problems that maybe things when we don't that we don't hear about a lot and they, they probably get things, things get hidden by the uh by the, the team a little bit? But is this a surprise to you that there isn't more issues? Because you give a kid 18, 18, 19 years old or 20 years old, whatever they might might be, if you give them five million bucks, are you not asking for a little bit of trouble? Yeah. But that's that's where you at a certain point you can't. <laughs> that's what you got to do. This is what you're going to get paid. So here it is, and and you're going to learn sooner or later. So I hope you got a good financial advisor. I th- I hope you have some good uh, uh, mentors, like maybe someone on the team who who can who can pull you aside or a friend. But there's for sure a lot of a lot of issues. There's that that kid. That just signed his deal with, I think, the Vikings or what have you, uh, driving his Lamborghini 140 miles an hour in a 50 zone. That uh, he was sober, he got the ticket, like he wasn't uh, racing or anything. He just, just being an was, idiot, showing how what his car could do. Being a 21 year old kid at four in the morning, taking it for a joyride, like I for sure would have done that. Like I, I, I could imagine the amount of kids, the professional athletes that have done that. And not cotton caught. Like, you know, <clears throat> yes, I get it. It's reckless. Yes, I'm not. But I, it's it's 100% understandable. For sure, it's understandable. Well, you think about the dumb things kids do and like dumb, dumb things we did when we were younger, like it, off-roading in a fucking field somewhere in a truck or a car or whatever. Gravel roading. Uh, gravel yeah. roads. I mean, we were doing stupid shit back then, too, that, that didn't hurt anybody, didn't help anybody, didn't hurt anybody. And, and and nobody, like, people just would shake their fingers at us and say, you're an idiot. But because these kids are, are so, everything's in the media right now, and everything's on Twitter or X, whatever it's called nowadays. And and it's it's a wonder that it doesn't happen more often because it, like, that. Because these kids are, are indestructible, and they've been told for a long time that that they are indestructible, and can do and do 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 no wrong. It uh, you just wonder how it hasn't gotten to a point where there aren't more arrests, more problems. I mean, I'm sure you, they 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 come out a little bit. A lot of stuff does get hidden by the like college football guys. They, a lot of their shit gets hidden on a weekly basis. What what goes on down there? 
Yeah, like on well, college football, like for sure, there's a, each big program has a fixer, right? Like if you get in trouble, this is the number you call, right? And then that guy does what he comes up with his fucking roll of hundies and see whose hand is out just to make this go away. I, uh, I would imagine, I would hope that um, when you become a professional athlete, I guess it's uh, your your agent is now your fixer. That's your that's your call. If you phone that guy and see, like, hopefully you're close by, so uh, so he can get his fixer. But an, an agent would have a fixer in every town, in every big city. He's like, oh fuck, who do I know? They know here, and 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 they would take care of each other because I, I would only imagine how much shit never gets to TMZ's desk. Would like would you think that like 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 back when Crosby first came in the league back in nineteen whatever year that was in ninety seven or ninety eight ninety nine whatever year it was and or it could be long no it's like two thousand six or seven wasn't it that sounds right yeah the strike year right he was he was a, he's a born in eighty seven so it couldn't have been two thousand six with you remember or two thousand or yeah right him Ovechkin and Malkin and Fanuf like four or five the, in there yeah well yeah because it was the strike two thousand six was the five was a strike or four was a strike and then yeah yeah. so 2006 would have been their their first year in the league they crosby ended up living with uh, the owner which who happened to be mary lemieux at the time and uh and you hear about other uh young players living with uh living with older teammates with with families and everything else do you think that that is probably a, a good move by our organization to say you know we just gave you five million bucks you come from butt fuck nowhere, Saskatchewan. You've never seen anything like this in your life. And now you're in New York City or Chicago or wherever it might be. Maybe you should stay over here and not over here. I, I'm i positive that uh, the team itself would be overjoyed for them to make decisions like that. Um, there was a story, what's his name, uh, Greybeard, that played for uh, the San Jose Sharks, Pat Marlowe. When he went to Toronto, apparently a couple of the boys, the young kids, I think actually, uh, Matthew stayed there for a while. Yeah, with with Marlo and his wife, and and he talks about it glowingly, like how it was just to have some stability and and to have like you know Marlo had his kids there and like to be part of a family and and to not get caught up in being a really recognizable, really rich kid out on the town every night. I think I'm sure. I'm not sure. Maybe he did get after it every now and then because uh, you're still a you know, kid. You still have rich your money, you're doing things whatever you want. Like really, yeah. You know, and, and uh, not that he was getting carded a lot in the states, right? It's uh, drinking age is 19 in Ontario. Uh, it was 21 where he grew up. So, um, and and you're in the big city, and and there's there's going to be temptation all around, and and regardless of how dedicated you are and how hard you've worked you're still a 20 year old young dumb and full of calm right like you're gonna well there is that yeah yeah you know trouble you you don't really have to look that hard if you want to get into a little bit of trouble i remember this is years ago now but i think it was either it was either tony dungy or herm willingham they were on uh it was on espn game day where they were talking with a bunch of college uh, guys uh, that got in in, in, like it was nfl guys or college football guys and he basically said like once you get drafted before the combine or something and they said to to the uh to this group of players he says the first thing you got to do when you get your contract is lose your friends 
you got to find new friends like right not now but right now and it's it, and it, it is a societal thing there are some and it's not just a black or white thing or, or hispanic or whatever it is um there are some bad people that will latch on to that that bank account of yours and, and treat it like it's theirs uh i mean I, i've seen it before where guys are just spending their their buddy's money uh foolishly in, in nhl guys and then it happens so often you hear but not it's not just in sports but celebrities in general how they lose so much money so quick because the of the uh, the friends they decided to keep that were never really their friends. Yeah, like it, it is a thing, like the posse that people keep, right? Like we go, well, I don't know if we've all like that. Entourage was an awesome uh, uh, series there on HBO with Vinny Chase and 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 Turtle, and like it, it's you know Turtle had a pretty good gig, and he didn't reach for his wallet very often. Uh, it, it'd be kind of cool to have a friend like that who, who, who picked up the tabs and there's going to be a lot of kids from the hometown and, and maybe family too. You, you rehear about it in, um, in the NHL, Who that, Who's kid, that, uh, that D-man. Yeah. Johnson. Jack Johnson. I think it was. Yeah. 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 Screwed over by his parents in, by his was parents. in uh, Columbus. You bet they were taking loans out in his name without him knowing it, and and it, it just totally fucked him over. He they, had they, they were, they were borrowing, borrowing against his contract or something, weren't they, or something along those lines? against future earnings? Yeah, yeah, it was just really nefarious, and 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 to what end? Like, what what kind of fucking person are you that steals from your kid? Like, you know, he's making he was I think he was making six million a year, like a decent. It was wage. more than he was worth, but yeah, it was yeah. Uh, yeah, and and then just fucking them over like that. What the hell are you doing, mom and dad? That you need six million dollars a year of your kids' money, like it, it's. Yeah, it's it's crazy the way that that goes. It's it's unbelievable. You see that money? I remember, I don't know. Were you at uh, the? Uh, there was that photocopy or the, the whatever it was of Sandy's Ozelinches. <laughs> yeah, I saw uh, a copy of that. Yeah, the copy of his uh, his his check his or his his receipt, his pay or whatever it was forty eight thousand bucks for two weeks service or something stupid like that. I can't remember the exact number, but it was. I remember all of us sitting down at eleven thirty nine Lakeland Crescent there, probably. Uh, three sheets or six sheets to win to be honest with you and uh seeing that kind of money we're like holy fuck this is unbelievable for two weeks and it's 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 mind numbing to someone that actually has to 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 get out there and, and work a day uh, but you know i i get it that's is what they're worth it's what they're paid for um and when there's that much money involved, and 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 who knows the 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 background of these kids? There's going to be people from friends, family. There's going to be people looking to 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 get their little piece of that pie. And and not everybody is uh, has the, the the best intentions of the kid at heart. It's too bad because you think like not like if you if you're 18 years old like like Connor Bedard is and he's gonna he'll do fine but but let's let's talk about the, the what ifs and and that let's just say that Connor Bedard um, this year breaks his leg first shift first game blah 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 that nine hundred thousand dollars is all of a sudden it's gone right you buy a house you buy a boat you buy a car and then what's left yeah the insurance policy. But, the insurance, but like, like, and yet you get one, uh, you, you get one contract, and that's it. Then, then what? 
Like, yes, it's a, it's a great starting point, something you and I weren't afforded back then to have a $900,000 out of high school to say, mm-hmm. go start your life. And it would be a great thing to have that. But Jesus, man, it's such a slippery slope and it, it can be gone so quick. And like we, there was that situation back in 2000 and I want to say 2010, 2011, where there was those suicides, those hockey players over the summer, there was the concussion stuff. Like, was it 2010 or 11? Yeah, with like Rippin and Wade yeah, and, and like, yeah. Rippin had some concussion problems. But one of his things that came out later on is that he was a little bit depressed because of the money he he didn't he he was doing pretty well, but he couldn't keep up with the Joneses, and it it, it drove him nuts, and he ended up committing suicide over a little bit, and like not a little bit, commit suicide, he committed suicide. But it uh, that was one of the things that was weighing on him was that he couldn't keep up with his teammates who had a $5 million contract and he was only making eight, 500 grand or 800 grand, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, did you ever see, it was a, I don't know if it was an actual 30 for 30, but it was called broke. Did you ever see that one? The documentary they, I uh, believe they, I caught most of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'll never forget a couple moments in there. And Story like uh, one podcast or an umpire's life is without it. Broke. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Andre Risen. Uh, bad moon bad moon rising great nickname played for michigan state product played for the atlanta falcons atlanta. and, and then left eye lopez burned his house down or something burned his house down yeah for sure um but nonetheless he was talking about uh you get your first paycheck uh whenever it was and then it was his, it was the first paycheck he had ever like he had no one had ever told him how paychecks work. So he got that paycheck and he saw the pay stub and then all these deductions for for taxes, local taxes, state taxes, CPP, whatever. Like fees of your agent yeah. fees, la da, da 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 da. Well, yeah, like just what the club takes off. And he's like, What the fuck? This check should be 250 grand. And then it's only uh 125. And he, yeah. he marched he marched right into the office and they literally had to explain to him how paychecks work. I, yeah. I, I, I want to hope that there's not many athletes that have that exact same experience any to anymore, but to, on the same note, he was like, well, fuck man. It was when I went to the club, I went with, I went to the club with 12 of my boys and everything was on me every single night. And then he bought his mom a house. He bought his aunt a house. Yeah. He goes, by the time, you know, when you don't get paychecks in the summer, you just get your game checks uh, during the season. He goes, I couldn't fucking wait because I like. I had no way left. Yeah. Come March, I was like, everything was going to be on credit cards the rest of the, like, until the, I got my first game check. There's just no, no fiscal knowledge about how shit actually works. And, and I want to, I want to think that uh, with these rookie symposiums in all the sports, they do. Well, all, they, all you can do, right? You're leading a horse to water and hope they, they drink. But there's just letting these kids know um, the the possible pitfalls that are coming their way. And you know what? Everybody, sure. Everybody wants to, to be an investor in a movie. Everybody wants to, to be involved with a record label. But do you know what else fucking does, does good? Fucking the stock market, right? You put a million bucks there. <laughs> and then we're going to be okay because we know you're going to have that it's going to be bigger. Be something, when you, yeah. yeah. When you put it, when you give a million bucks to a buddy who wants to cut his first album, now all of a sudden you've just fucking pissed that away. Gone. 
God. I, I remember a story Sheldon Saray played for the, uh, when he, he got drafted and signed by New Jersey Devils. And I used to hang out with him years and years ago when he uh, got his first deal. He wanted a Jeep, of course, right? One of those deals. Like I said, we're talking about Jeeps earlier on. And he went to the dealership, I think it was in Elk Point, and he said, I want that Jeep. And he went with his bank card, but his bank card had a limit or a spending limit or something. So he, and he didn't know, like, he once again, didn't know what to do. Didn't have a checkbook back then. On and on it went. So he got pissed off at the at the person because they wouldn't accept his uh, his uh, his bank, bank card, card to pay for it. <laughs> I mean, it was twenty eight thousand bucks or thirty thousand bucks, whatever it was. So he got pissed off, went back to the bank and got thirty thousand dollars in cash for whatever instead of just getting so whatever. So he, he took the thirty grand in cash, and then they said, "Well, plus there's GST and everything else on top." So he had to go back to the bank again and get more cash <laughs> to pay for this fucking thing, right? So, like you said, like the, like these guys just don't know, right? Like and and like it, and, and things have changed a lot compared to what it was. 20, 30, 40 years ago, obviously, that there are people who take care of that stuff for you. And there are, there are like your agents, like that's what you pay your agent to do is help you out with that kind of stuff. But when you don't have the wherewithal to, or, or the knowledge, you like, why would you know how to take care of 5 million bucks? Your parents probably didn't, don't know. Like, they're like, I don't fucking know. I'm a farmer. I'm a whatever. I'm a, I'm a baker. I'm a this or that. There's nothing wrong with any of those, 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 uh, those jobs, but they're like, I don't know what to do with this kind of fucking money. Like every time it goes into a bank, we hope there's something left the end in the next week when I get my, my next paycheck. Right. And this is like when, when it's life-changing money, it's life-changing money. And and unless you have the proper guidance or advice, or, or it's just a, a mentor, someone you can trust. And 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 I don't know what it's like in other sports. Like the only ones I really hear about it is in hockey, right? Uh, with people like um Patrick Marlowe and, and Mario Lemieux, like they want it like they're they're as a as a general rule hockey players are a pretty good they're they're, they're a decent person yeah and 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 so i well, think there's hockey, some situation where people are going to add us on that thing but yeah there's in general hockey players are pretty level-headed and their parent and they come from working class families and everything else and it's not a and it's not a and now now more so than, than ever it's more of a high upper class i don't say higher class but an upper class compared to middle class like back back when we were growing up dave it was a middle like every middle class kid played hockey and every middle class kid who who every kid, kid who made it was middle class right just, mm-hmm. and, and so you just got guys who uh who did good Right. That was that, that for what you're getting out there. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I, 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 I'm happy always for, for these kids success. And I can't imagine how, how ecstatic the family is to, to a see their kid go pro and B to, to have that financial security. Cause even, you know, a a rookie deal is life-changing money for, for 99% of the, the people that are, that are walking around in, in North America right now. So I, I, I just always wish them well. I, I don't delight. I like to hear the stories of them spending money foolishly. Cause it always makes me giggle, yeah. but, but at the end of the day, I want them to be set for life because that's what this job that they're not going to be doing for the next three to 15 years is uh, cause that's it. You know, like like there's a lot of uh, 35 year old millionaires walking around who are, quote unquote, retired. 
Like it's uh, it's it's funny. Like when like when we used to go out when we were younger and spend money. We were we, you were doing the seismic thing and I was doing the construction thing and on and on it went. And we had always had North money, right? And whatever was going on and and like the, you'd go out and you'd spend five hundred bucks in a night. And you wake up next morning and go, "Fuck sakes, I shouldn't have done that." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, fuck, that was stupid. You know, yeah. that was stupid. You go, oh well, I got to go to work anyway, so you wouldn't worry a whole bunch about it. But um the uh it's funny how you, you you wonder what level of money it has to be for a guy who makes 900 grand a year like a, a, on a rookie deal when he goes out with his buddies like what is the the number where he goes oh fuck i shouldn't have done that or like or, or like if, or if you're a, a a multi-millionaire who takes his body all of a sudden you're you're on you you got a jet and you, you spent 300 grand on a weekend like what 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 level do they go like how we used to be 500 bucks a night go "Ah, that was dumb like what level do these guys go oh geez my wife's gonna kill me for this one oh geez like those guys i like yeah i don't know but i couldn't imagine if i came home like with a with a 700 credit card bill like from from a night a, a night out with the boys like, you know, 700 bucks, you know, that, I don't think that even gets those guys to their, to the fucking, um, VIP room in the back. Well, those guys are rolling 700 bucks. They got that before they even fucking it's in their the ashtray and their Jeep. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, what do you, what do you do? Do you like just say to the maitre d' or whoever's running the show? I just, I want, I want to be no, like you, you let me know when the, when this hits 20 grand, like, yeah. but like, I don't know. Like what do you do? But like also those clubs that they they roll in, like a a bottle of uh, Grey Goose probably costs six hundred bucks. Like I like it, it's it's just fucking stupid. Yeah, because it was like we we didn't we didn't get into it at all on Saturday night there in box. So we had some beers and hung on, had a good time, whatever. It wasn't it wasn't uh, nineteen ninety seven all over again by any means. But the next day, one of the one of the umpires from he's from Montana State, and he. Uh, he goes, yeah, geez, I don't know how to explain this. This uh, that credit card uh, bill from the Corona Hotel and in Vauxhall to my wife, and I was like, how much was he? He was like, it's a hundred bucks, but it's like, it's just the conversation I don't, I don't need to have. He said, I was like, well, yeah, I guess one of those deals, right? Which is quite so, funny. So you did yesterday's game for free? Is that what? Yeah, you're so you're so you're just up there spending money, not for the kids, right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's just funny how it's just funny how things change like that. You you just uh, you, the 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 grasp it doesn't uh, get, but the the money these kids make like it's it's good. It's like good good on them. They like a lot of them work their entire lives to get it and that first contract and everything else. But you, you you hate to hear those horror stories. How there's just nothing left sometimes, like nothing. Right. You know it's it's it is what happens. Um, you don't. Oh, excuse me. You don't hear it as much as you used to. But I'm I'm sure it's, uh, there's charlatans everywhere, like guys. Oh, Darren like, McCarty. Yeah, he there's, went bankrupt how many times? Yeah, there's guys out there trying to swindle them all the time, like, uh, and 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 then that's what it is. Anytime you have um, young kid, young people with a lot of money who are are, are not familiar with having money. You're going to have people looking to take advantage of those people and, and and lining their own pockets. I think it was Luke Davis, there, friend of the show, friend of ours. He was when McCarty was going through his bankruptcy problems. And Luke's a big because um, it happened with um, the Flames when it came out that McCarty lost all his money, and uh, Luke was people like people were making fun of McCarty. And I guess there was a at one point I think we talked about this on the show where a guy, a guy had a a fishing line 
with a hundred dollar bill on it and draping it over the uh, the McCarty's head <laughs> on, on, yeah. on, the, on the Flames bench. And Luke was talking about how people were uh, talking bad on McCarty, and Luke went, "But just imagine the stories that guy has. Like he'll get out of it, he'll get another contract, he'll find a way out of it, which I'm not, I think he has bad investments, and everything else." But Luke was like, "Yeah, it's shitty, but like he'll find a way out of it." And the stories that guy must have had, hopefully probably business deals too, but like, yeah, man, like, fuck. I spent every last cent and I'm in, but I'll it, figure a way. Like, it's, 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 if you can think of it that way too, right? Yeah, I guess if you're going to go bankrupt, go get, make sure you go bankrupt in your 20s because if it happens on your last contract, then you're in some big trouble. Yeah, you're big trouble. Anyways, uh, anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more. This segment brought to you by... SeatGeek.com, SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. How about, how's that second email? That, that second purchase going to SeatGeek? That's on my list for tomorrow. Help you know, some brothers out. Help, help some, some brothers out. Help some fans of brothers out. That's right. It's more about the people. We're all about the people, Dave. Men, men of the people. We're doing it for them, man. Not for us. It's for the people. <laughs> I think I don't even know anymore. Just I hope so. Yeah, there we go. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by CalderaLab.com. Use promo code 1420LAB at CalderaLab.com and save yourself 20% on the best in men's skincare products today. Uh, keep that to skin looking non-leathery and not orange and everything else uh, during these uh, hot summer days, man. Oh, man. It, uh, it's something. It, I got back to the to lepers last night, Dave, after Vauxhall. My mom came over for dinner last night. We had a good, good uh, visit. And uh, then me and Deanne went over to uh, Brown's for a, a nightcap to end the weekend off. And uh, the bartender, Ryan, there, he says, Brent, uh, you're looking a little trumpy there. I was thinking, fuck you, whatever. He said, you want to get some aloe or something? I said, no, I got something better. I got something called there a lab. Works even better. So, it's, But you left it at home, so you weren't able to do your daily wasn't able treatment. to use it at home, the, the, the daily regimen. So, yeah, it was... Uh, but uh, it's, uh, I have the worst, like I got like my, my, my face is dark, my arms are dark, but the rest of me is just white. Like, cause I, I like whenever I'm outside, I'm wearing the, the umpire costume. Right. So my legs got a little bit of color. Like when, when, before games, I go out and play golf, whatever, but the rest of me is white, man. Like I, I, it's not good. It's not a good look at all. And if I do yeah. ever take my shirt off, I'm going to get burnt so quick. So I'm not like this, this, this summer's tan is uh, she's, she ain't happening this summer. I'm very lucky. I don't need I don't need uh, sunscreen on my arms at all. Like um, I never put it on like when I'm wearing a T-shirt. But uh, this weekend when it was tarps off at the pool and at the at the lake <laughs> from a distance, I must look hilarious. Oh, because yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah, I'm fish billy. And then just like honestly, like ape dark arms, like, excuse me, from the elbows down. Oh, like I'm not. Yeah. Like I'm not sneaking up on anybody with that that 
kind of goofy uh, tan line I got going on. Dave, you sent me an article on uh, from uh, Deadspin the other day about uh, autograph seekers, memorabilia, and baseball cards. It's all huge. It's always has been huge, but the money is so big now, and there's so many things that are happening in the in the card world with signings and and the the money that get that gets spent with for, and traded. And our, our good friend Moose Hildebrand, he's involved in that really heavily, and he uh, got me some insights. He's going down to Chicago next weekend, actually for a yeah, uh, I, I touched for base with him last night. Yeah. Yeah, there's one that's going to the National Card Show in Chicago. He's going to the game at Wrigley, and there's something Jeter's involved with. He's got something going on there, so it's he's kind of excited about that. But that card industry and the autograph business—it's always been been huge. Uh, is there some like when is it off limits to ask an athlete, no matter how big they are? When is it off limits to you in your own in Dave Van Roby's head? When would you say, because you're you're very abrasive and you're 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 very blunt, which isn't a bad thing. Um, when is it off limits and like when 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 does Davy Boy say, Jasper, we're leaving him alone? Um when they're on their own time, but like you know, like like so if we see him at a restaurant, no. He's at his table. If I, if we happen to be um, walking out if we're at valet and and then me and Patrick Mahomes and Jasper are waiting for our cars together like his his luxury sled my 2017 Subaru Outback um, but nonetheless we're like we're you just standing there killing time that it's okay and you know what I I thought about that too like fuck the autograph because when you do the autograph all these guys think is like God oh, this asshole is not gonna uh, this asshole is gonna have it on eBay tomorrow. And I don't want that. I don't. I want him to. I want him to enjoy his experience with me as I have with him. So, hey, Pat. The the article we read was about Patrick Mahomes at a golf tournament. How this this jackass dad was harassing him um, when he was uh, teeing off at a celebrity golf tournament. So, my thing, if this would ever happen, it would be like, hey, how about a quick picture? Done. There, you can't sell a picture. I'm not asking for an autograph, and then a picture because it's all about <laughs> the, the story. The picture, the, the, the Mahomes picture is worth a hundred bucks. He put me in it; it's worth twenty. Well, there you go. I just, I just devalued the likeness, right? Yeah. And then, and so I like, like, hey, how about a picture with me and the boy? That's what I. That's what I. After reading that article, I decided I would do if ever presented the opportunity to to meet a famous athlete. But anytime they're doing something where. They're they're spending money to do what they want to do. That's a round of golf. That's um that's eating dinner at a restaurant. That's at a movie. Like you know, like just if you bump him in on the street, eh, maybe. But if you could find if you if you have a downtime in common space, that's the only time it's ever acceptable in my mind. Yeah, I I don't know like like Jeter's my guy. Obviously, I I don't know like now that I'm closer to fifty than I, than I am twenty. It's uh, I, I'm fairly certain I don't think I even I would even approach the guy. Like it, it's it's a bad form, and it just and the look of it would be like okay, you're going to sell this. Like it's going on. Like if he, if I autographed the base, if he autographed the baseball for me, it would probably go across his mind because it does happen where they do where where. where people do have plants and they, they get like these collectors who have, who have baseballs, they get some kid to go up to these athletes and, and, and autograph them so they can sell them. Right. Like it's a shitty deal, but it's true. And I, I don't know if, if there's any point in my age, like you have a son, so it's a little bit different, but I don't think there's any point where if I saw a guy I would ask for an autograph for anybody at, of, of, of any stature personally. 
Yeah, it would be have to. It would really have to be a little bit of a sweet spot of of because I I definitely don't want to bother them. And then, you know, like as you're saying with the autograph and stuff, uh, I remember reading this article quite some time ago where a lot of the guys, um, when they're signing these autographs, what's your name? Uh, because when you put like two brands, love Jeter, they'll personalize it. It, 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 so it devalues it exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like they won't even autograph it unless unless they put a name on it type thing because especially when you see a fucking forty five year old man with his ten year old one for my son one for my son like fuck using your kid like that that asshole I don't know if you watched the clip of this this guy at at that golf tournament like fuck. I didn't see it no I, I yeah, read I'm it, a whole- I didn't see it. Oh, yeah, he's just on a tee box taking a couple warm ups when the guy's like, how about an autograph? He's like, I'm playing golf, man. He goes, come on, you know, one for my son. He's right here, one for my son. He goes, I can't sign them all. Well, he goes, well, you can sign one. And then like, he goes, well, get then fucked. Get right fucked. Now, you if, 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 if then, Mahomes were to say, like, because like me and you are, we, we're two for two with the get fucked quotient there, right? Or quota. If you went through every like like the, the number of sports fans that we know, or put it out on Twitter, would, like who would say Mahomes was in the wrong to tell that autograph town to get fucked? I'll bet you a very very small amount of people would say he shouldn't have said that. I will put money on it that most would say no. Good for good for Mahomes to tell that guy to get fucked. Yeah, but you can't say that get fucked because there are cameras around. The kid was standing right in front of him, right, and then that's a bad look or bench, you know, it, it, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, well, the guy goes like, he goes, I can't. Mahomes said, um, "What he say? I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't uh, sign. Uh, I can't make it a hundred percent of the kids happy." He goes, "Well, you signed one, and then uh, you're only making ninety nine percent happy, uh, unhappy." And and he, and he goes like he just shook his head and and went and did his thing, like his his intent was clear and like if he had a cocktail maybe that's what he could use that fucking moron brother of his for to tell people walking around to get fucked everybody knows he's in in the but, a moron already. I, but like I said, Dave, I don't think like a like a real sports fan who who and not a, a memorabilia hound, not not a collector. I'll bet you like if you pulled one hundred sports fans and they would say leave the guy alone, he's playing golf. I would right. bet you every one of them would say, like, tell that guy to fuck off. And no, no, and yeah, when a kid's around, you shouldn't be using that kind of language. But you know what? I, I guarantee the kids heard if his dad's that much of a dickhead already. <laughs> You're probably right. right. So it's not, a, it's not a new, a new term for that kid. Right. Like, like, get fucked and stay fucked. Like, I'm not signing that thing. I'm playing golf. Leave me alone. Go to a, a, an autograph show. Go buy one off fucking Twitter or whatever, or off, off eBay or whatever. Like, now you're pissing me off. Fuck off. Right, that's and, a, little, you know, a little ex- more extreme than I wanted to get, but I don't think it's it's off base. No, and as a dad, right? No, like what kind of what are you teaching your kid now? Because that kid's Does walking away. Pastor, and pastor, pastor, get your own way. Yeah, the kid's not walking away thinking Pat Mahomes is an asshole. He was Jesus, Dad. Why don't you fucking leave that guy alone? It was Pat Mahomes for fuck's sake. And now Pat Mahomes thinks you're an asshole, and then the conversation. The conversation yeah. that, that he's having in the in the clubhouse over over a cocktail is about you, Dad, being an asshole. Yeah, and now he's yeah, and then like. <laughs> thanks for embarrassing me, Dad. Now thanks this, for embarrassing this, me, so Dad. Now the story that's all over all over Twitter and Facebook and Insta, fuck whatever, or, or what's the other threads that I'm. Quite, whatever, quite but you know, yeah. It's now just, th- that's you, Dad, looking like an asshole. Everything now, everything's you're an asshole. And now you're and you're because you're my dad. They think I'm an asshole too. 
you know, if that kid's Jasper's age, right? You like, yeah, with uh, if that kid's Jasper's age, it's like, hey, look, at school the next day, some fuck that's that's Jasper's done. That's Jasper's done. Yeah. <laughs> Jasper, hey Jasper, they hear hey, I saw your dad being an asshole. I saw your dad being an asshole. Like, see, just fuck, act like a human being. Like, how how Christ. old was the kid that in question here? There was did say he was off screen because someone was filming it, so you didn't see the guy or the kid asking um, uh, Mahomes for the autograph. Because you uh, didn't like, see him, you just heard the him. kids around the age of twelve to fourteen. He probably uses the word asshole. Oh yeah, he's heard it. Yeah, <laughs> he, he 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 may not use it a lot, but he's he's heard it and he's used it. I mean, it, I was like, I started swearing when I was eight or nine years old, you know, series of bad life choices and everything else. But like, and you're, you're probably the same way. And Jasper's the same way. Like, it's just one of those things. Right. So like, it's, it's a bad look when guys bother athletes. I, I think, especially when you're in autograph town, because there are ways to get autographs. There are ways you can go to card shows and there's guys lined up there. It's not authentic, but if you're at a game, like if a guy makes like a rod, he's much of a nozzle. He was, he was doing it for a publicity thing. He would go down the, uh, the first baseline of Yankee stadium. And it's, it's one little section and sign like balls for two to three minutes every night. And it was a nice gesture. Like it was part of his media team trying to get it and it didn't hurt anybody. And you knew you had a chance to get an, an autograph ball from a rod. And I don't see a problem with that at all. He, that that's part of his job. He's trying to clean up his image that back then. So that I don't see a problem with that. And like you said, when a guy is, is out for dinner and you're bothering him, like if John Elway's sitting at some place in Denver and, and you walked up to him, would you like, what would you expect? Like, no, yeah, like, I, I'm eating. Fucker. Like I'm, I'm, I'm eating here. Like it would bother me to no end, especially being like how many, like how many assholes have done this to him in the past? Like you know, like you know, what if he like you follow him to the restroom and like, oh god, I'm, I'm gonna get in the stall if he has to take a shit. Like it, it's just that, yeah. And then it's like, do you hand do you bring the menu and a pen into the shitter and hand it underneath? Like hey you're not doing anything right now. So you, know, you mind signing my menu? Like, get, get fucked. I prefer, like, I, there's just the self-importance of people thinking that it's deserved. They deserve to ask for this autograph. Like, and, and like, it's, well, it's part of their job. It ain't part it's of their not. fucking job. Their job is to go to camp and study the playbook and excel on the field. Their job isn't to sign autographs for Johnny come lately's who are trying to make a buck on eBay, you know? And then, like I said, I think my solution is like, you know, if the, if the situation never does present itself, you know, just a quick picture, like a selfie, that's it. Cause I ain't selling that. And I just, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Um, one of the years, uh, Kaylee and I went to, uh, the gorge, uh, to watch Dave Matthews band. Like it's, at the Gorge, there's people from everywhere all the time. Like I've met people from Chicago, from Boston, from Florida, from Texas. Like it's 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 a bit of a a, a destination place for Dave Matthews fans. Um, the guy we were talking to waiting in line uh, at the at the T-shirt booth, he's uh, he was from someplace in California. But he had come and he, he spent some time on the coast and then he went on a hiking trip. And then he goes, as he was hiking, he uh, he was going up and as a guy was going down the trail. It's like, holy fucking shit. And then as he recognized a guy was following the guy, the guy was Dave Matthews. And uh, he was walking with his two kids. And the guy, obviously, that when he realized 
was Dave's security. And he recognized him and then he's, he's, he, he didn't do anything. But then the security guy went to Dave and Dave turned around and he said he waved him over and he took some pictures with him. Didn't sign anything. Not with his kids. Like took a couple yeah. pictures with him. He goes, thanks, man. Um, I can't wait for, I can't wait to the show uh, on Friday night. And this was on Tuesday type thing. Yeah. So it's a cool experience. Like he, he goes, I was, I was, I was like so excited to see him. And then the security guy realized the excitement on my space. And then when I didn't go fucking fanboy and, and chase him, the the security guard himself said to Dave, like, Hey, fuck that, that guy's a fan, man. Yeah, and, then, and, that, and that's the thing. Like if you get an autograph, the, the guy's going to be suspicious of what you're going to do with said autograph. But if you just want some unassuming picture of me with that picture, now that's worth absolutely nothing. Cause no one gives a fuck who I am. Then it's okay. I, I I can accept this. And the amount of time that guy spent with Patrick Mahomes in the golf course there, if he was got a picture, would it be done? It'd be done. It'd be done. Yeah, but you know, but time and place, right? Like he's fucking in the middle of a round of golf, and it's a charity event. Like there, there was people in the crowd. This wasn't just bumping into him at uh, Land yeah. Lakes here. This guy had like there was probably fifty to hundred people in the in the gallery at the tee box. And once you start, you can't stop. And then once you start, like, you're like, when do I stop? And so it's, no, I've, I've, never, I've never had that problem of people asking you for autographs or even a picture. No, I, I've signed, I've signed a couple autographs in my life. They're called I checks. did. When yeah. I played junior hockey, I did. <laughs> they aren't worth the fucking ink that's on them, but whatever. It's one of those things. Yeah. It's like, just funny. I, yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. You, you wonder what, what people go through their heads, like how they, they're so, well, and like you said, they, they, they're just so entitled to think that they, this guy owes me for whatever reason, and they don't owe you fuck all. It makes me wonder, though, sometimes, though, like, say, um, say your best, say your best friend, uh, say your sister marries Patrick Mahomes' cousin, right? And then so you're family friends, and so now you're, so it's a, it's a family friend sister who's marrying Patrick Mahomes cousin who's now at this wedding. Are you allowed to ask Patrick Mahomes for an autograph like at the at the rehearsal? No. Ever? Never ever. I don't think so either. Never like, ever like it once once you're a uh, a somewhere in line relative you can never ask your relative for anything. <laughs> But you're not a relative. It's, well it's, you are kind of yeah. sort of like second cousin twice removed by by way of marriage. Right. Yeah, you're never you're never going to share air with Patrick Mahomes again, right? Yeah. Like he, no, he, like he'll he'll no. get you a line for yeah. You, you're not going to the box for a Chiefs game, but he'll get you a line to tickets, so you don't. He'll, have he'll to, get you some tickets sitting way the fuck up somewhere. Yeah, right? yeah, and face on a right? discount. So you, you, yeah, exactly. One four two zero pod at cq.com is all you're going to get out of that one. But yeah, no. Once once you're a, a quasi family member, you can't ask a family member for an autograph. What about if you're in line for not that Patrick Mahomes is shopping for his own groceries, but like, what if you're uh, in line at groceries? Maybe you can ask that a quick a, picture. Maybe a quick picture. My sister, she lives out in Parksville, and uh, Diana Crawl and Elvis Costello have a place. So. Not not too far from where Elaine lives, actually. And there was one day at the Thrifties in the, the grocery store out in Parksville. Uh, this is this is years ago. This was when Jim was like young, young baby, like like when Jim was like eight, nine years old. And uh, 
Elvis Costello was running around the uh, the Thrifty's grocery store trying to round up the, their, his kids because they were just running amok. <laughs> like it was one of those funny stories. So Elaine was trying to help him get his kids and stuff. Like boys, boys, stop it, stop it. Like in his British accent, like just one of those things. So I think if you help help him get your round up his kids, you can ask for a picture and autograph. I think I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like, maybe. Like, if, someone's, saying, if someone's got a shopping cart pushing it, I don't think you can bother them. They're just being human beings. But oh, it, okay. depends, it depends on the level of celebrity, too. And then right. downtime, right? Well, like, what if it was, like, so when you say level of, of celebrity, so if it was, um, fuck, the situation from Jersey Shore. I imagine that guy. That fucker carries a table with a fucking autograph session, and he's he's wanting to fucking give autographs. He has a sharpie in his fucking hand at all times. At all times. Hey, aren't you taking pictures? He's putting them out on Twitter on on his own. That fucker. (laughs) Hey, one one picture, one picture, one picture. What a fucking like that guy. Like we talk about doing the biggest nozzles in in in, uh, for every sports franchise or league or whatever. We lost on Friday. There, that guy might be the biggest douche nozzle to ever walk the face of the planet. He's he's up there, but yeah, I don't know money. Whatever. I don't know how that even came across my head, but yeah, like yeah, like we we're we're saying his name, and I didn't even watch what I don't. That's a lie. I watched about 10 minutes of one episode and it's like, this fucking shit is popular and I kind of handle it. And so I, I, started I watched watching season some of one and two a lot. A oh, lot. did you? Oh yeah. <laughs> I got down those rabbit holes. And I, I couldn't get out. Like I just, what the fuck is going on here? Like it was, it was so bizarre that it was popular. Like I, I wasn't gym tan laundry and buying the fucking stuff and whatever, but it was well, like, snooky but if it was, if it was on, on a, because it was on MTV, so if it was if I was hungover, you put it on, let them play, because they're half hour. <laughs> all right, fuck, what the fuck? Like it was that was the most bizarre. Because that was back 2010, I think, when the first one came out. Like that's 13 yeah, years ago now. Yeah, it was after I met Kate. Like uh, Kate and I were for sure together when that came out. So it I was don't, 2010. I, I think it was, we were in uh... Vernon. No, it was no. Luke's wedding. When it was on, so that was oh, how many okay. years ago in Whitefish. There, well, Katie and I, Jasper was born. That was 2010. Yeah, you're right. That was the summer of 2010. Yeah, yeah. That's when that first came out. It was a season one or season two. Because I remember watching an episode that that uh, small town and Moose rented that condo, and we watched a couple episodes. There, like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Jim Tan laundry and Snooky and Jesus Christ, like so. <laughs> like and like the situation like that too like so so what other what other um famous quote, quote unquote famous people would be like oh yeah i'll fucking sign it i'll sign whatever you want who else would be like that dion Phaneuf, theron flurry there okay that's better theron flurry let he me go get a tables. copy let, let, yeah let me go get a copy of my book i got a whole case yeah, i'll get you truck. one i'll get you one i'll get you one <laughs> One, one, one more spike. One more spike. Going for your friends. One for your friends. Yeah, he's such a dickhead. He would. They'll tell you the the world according to Theo in the in the process and how global warming is the thing as you're fucking melting into the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. Just here, here. Do you need some more? Like, who should I make him out to? Yeah. And then, then like, the, okay, so you sign your five. Okay, that'll be uh, five. We bucks, love please. freedom. Sign Theo. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off. No, that'll be 110 bucks. Please. Yeah. By the way. I didn't want it. Can you still give me 110 bucks? Theo flurries. 
Buck, bigger nozzle, Theo Fleury, the situation. Theo Fleury. Oh, Theo Fleury. I'll bet you if you went down the fucking vernacular of names on the planet, Theo Fleury was not nozzle of the fucking century. Yeah, that might, like, you know, one of these days, like, quit being such a fucking flurry, would you already? Yeah, it's, it's common. Like, if he was, if he was more, if he was more popular, quit being a flurry would be a fucking, it would be a thing. Yeah, no, and that's Whoa. not to you, Natalie Flurry, the uh, longtime listener of the sh- of the show. Uh, you're a handsome woman, but uh, Natalie, yeah, Theron Flurry. Want my autograph? Do you want it? Yeah. Right here. Let me grab a book for you. Yeah. <laughs> Flurry carries around a fucking interact machine to fucking get peak get paid for that shit. <laughs> Tapping on top of his head. And you're at the grocery store, and he like uh, puts it in and like tops your card for you. Yeah, like, he you're, taps, like, thanks, like, thanks, thanks. Here's my, here's my PayPal account. <laughs> fucking idiot. Just a I'm fucking Venmo. idiot. <laughs> just an idiot. Like when? Like no, how many? Not, uh, yeah. no, no, go ahead. Like, go ahead. Well, no, it's just like we were talking about the Kipper parties that are going to be happening when he gets his jersey re- retired. Like how many times? Like are they going to be out of place and the door opens and here comes all five foot fuck all of them? Ah, who told him? I would put money on it that. Like when the the '89 Cup team gets together, because they're all in their sixties now, right? When they yeah. get together for he and crumpets with the families and everything else, when Flurry shows up, I would bet you to a man, to a man, that entire the rest of the, that entire lineup goes, oh, fuck, there's fucking Flurry again. He was a yeah. rookie then. We should have. We fuck. We would have won this thing without him. Fuck. Like on, on the flames, like the flames charity golf events and stuff like that. Yeah. All of a sudden, he shows up. Like guys are just coming off the court. Who? What the fuck? Like how come no one too? I, I, no, I, told I, me. Uh, I must be. I had to read must have went your spam media. email or whatever. Did you check? Oh, oh, it, oh, it, it's, it's th flurry fourteen. I'm the greatest. Oh, we spelt it with an O. Fuck. Oh, Ah, uh, sorry, Theo. You know how this shit goes. Oh fuck! You know it'd be nice if it was if it was in town, but I had to drive all the way out to fucking Bamp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone got gas money? You want a book? F L U R R Y, not F L E U R Y. Fucking the drinking fucking Dairy Queen, you shithead. What a fucking idiot. No, I imagine that guy. That guy couldn't give an autograph away if he fucking was sitting across the road at fucking at Browns. How do you keep him off the tax thread? He's going to be hunting for those guys that week, right? What are we going to do? Where are we going to go? Hey, hey. Like, oh, fuck, Theron's, uh, Theo's texting me. What should I do, man? Yeah, what do you, one of those guys, oh. Oh, fuck. How does he have your number? Uh, fucking Conroy gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> like Conroy's Con- such a, Con- he's such a Con- happy, jovial guy. <laughs> hey, he can come. It's fine. Well, I'm really busy right now, Theron. Uh, Theo, so but, like, hey, but call Pepper, he'll get you in. Call, call, call Pepper, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Jim Poplinski's like, holy <laughs> fuck me. I know how to text for fuck's sake. I didn't like alone. you when you were a fucking rookie 30 years yeah. ago, you little prick. Carry my bag, asshole. <laughs> fucking shine my shoes, little prick. <laughs> Aaron Flurry. Does anyone like him? Honestly. I know there's fans of him as a player, but uh, he's become. I like. I, I'd imagine in the the and, and his the, stuff is like a, maybe because I got him blocked or or what not blocked, but just muted or whatever. Yeah, on the old Twitter machine. Like I don't hear like him and that Jamie Saleh. They had their fucking. They're well, they're nuts. <laughs> yeah, like they're 
their stuff. I mean, whatever. And people, if you guys agree with them, that's your prerogative and everything else. It's, it's that's your thing. But I haven't heard much from old Theo in about fucking eight or nine months. I haven't been looking no, for it either, but neither, neither, neither. And, and, I'm, and I, and I have him muted as well. So the occasional person um, who wants to make fun of him will screenshot it. And then that's, that's when I see it. And and it's just ridiculous and ludicrous. And just, this is why you're on the, I got the mute button on you old, whatever your fucking hashtag <laughs> he is. Would, he would make me so mad reading his stuff. Like I was just like, what the fuck? And just get angry. Like, just like you so stupid i hated him as a player and then like just because he fucking retired and went bankrupt and 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 now suicide conspiracy whatever you know like i'm I'm sorry for your experience but like you know now don't you tell about your road to redemption and and how you've been fucked over your life like in in which he has he he was a victim of graham james and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna um trivialize that but why why take your second chance of life to be a better person and just choose to be a fucking piece of cat turd on a shoe? Well, from like a I, I don't know, but from what I, I've I've heard, he was always a dickhead before everything, right? Yeah, that's what I've heard as well. Like just a piece of shit. Like yeah. just a not a nice person. Talented hockey player, not a nice person. Yeah, anyways, Theron anyways. Fleury, autographs with Elvis Costello to fucking Theron Flurry of all things. It's fucking, <laughs> you get it all here at the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, Sport Beer Sports, talking a whole lot more. It's uh, funny how this fucking things just go <laughs> off the rails sometimes, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's like from going, like, how do you get an autograph from someone you want to, to how do you avoid someone giving you their autograph? <laughs> yeah. Here, there. <laughs> That's a shorter list, but yeah, anyways. here you go. Here. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. This thing was brought to you by Caldera Lab and CalderaLab.com. Use promo code 1420LAB at CalderaLab.com for the best in skin men's care and get yourself 20% off and keep the uh, the wrinkles and fine lines and aging and all that stuff off your uh, off your grill today. <laughs> here, <laughs> you buy 10, I'll throw one in for free. Yeah, makes a makes a good stocking stuff. Well, it's not really for you. I'm charging a GST on nothing. I, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, Jesus oh my! You got a pen? I I my my pen so. Yeah, he steals the fucking pen after it's all said yeah. done too. Pockets, yeah. this is a nice pen. You want to keep this for some reason? Yeah, like the end, the end has a purse full of, of pens and stuff. She she carries a sharpie, which is weird. But yeah, Flurry would steal her fucking sharpie. Fuck, I I, I never hear the end of it. I, I would never hear the end of it. Sharpie, so she buy twelve of them just to get that one. Fuck, she's weird. <laughs> we're, t- we're just laughing about their flurry still and how much of a nozzle the guy is and everything else. And I'm uh, I'm sure there are people out there who still like the guy, but uh, obviously uh, the boys at uh, the 1420 Sports Bar podcast aren't Theron Flurry fans. But Dave, let's move away from Theron Flurry and get to uh, who is better, uh, summer edition. Ready to go? I am. Uh, this is a, a kind of a what is better summer edition, an ice cream or a milkshake? Oh, ice cream. I'm an ice cream guy. I'm not a milkshake guy. I It's no, I'm all ice cream all the way because then it's done a milkshake. Fuck, you got to suck so hard. And and it, it, I guess it tastes kind of as good, but not quite as good. I'm, a, I'm an ice cream guy. Like even give me the soft serve. Dairy Queen's the best soft serve. 
Um, but I also have a craft uh, ice cream place just two that blocks away. That place is pretty good, actually. Yeah, I've the Milk Man has delicious yeah. ice cream. Yes. Do you uh, do you like a banana split? Ah, uh, no, no, too much. If I if I go DQ, it's peanut butter parfait. <laughs> Remember this guy I grew up with back back going back the hits. Aaron Platts. We were good friends back then. I don't know what happened to him. Uh, but uh, just we were, we were really good friends back in the day. And we'd go to, to Dairy Queen after hockey or whatever. And he would get a peanut butter parfait, uh, no nuts, extra fudge. So, <laughs> so I, I look at him. I said, why don't you get an extra large fucking Sunday? Like chocolate Sunday? No, it's not the same. They're different containers. <laughs> oh, because he wanted the layers, maybe. Yeah, like he wanted it was. No, it's not yeah. the same. It's like, no, it is the same. No peanut butter parfait, no nuts, extra fudge. Like, I had the, I had like, a couple. What the fuck? That's 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 all it is. Like he just wants it's just a tall container. Sunday. It's yeah. a different container. Yes. <laughs> the 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 banana spread. I haven't had one since I discovered the peanut butter parfait when I was probably about twelve. It's it's kind of difficult to eat because you got the spoon and you got to chop. The spoon a doesn't slice the banana quite no. enough. No. Yeah. So yeah, it, it makes it makes a big mess. And if you, if you if you're not if you're not sitting if you, if you're walking with this is this is this is a heartbreaking analysis. If you're walking with a banana split, you're it's a recipe for disaster. Because yes. If, you, if if you press down with with your with your shitty plastic fork, and you, it, the, there's a good chance it's going to it's going to overflow and make a mess. Yeah, the banana. Or maybe the whole thing ends up on the ground. The the instruction, the the structural integrity of the banana is superior to the structural integrity of the little fucking plastic. The sum is not as good as the whole of its parts. Now, just give me, you know, and and pineapple. Who orders a pineapple sundae, right? Because that's what a banana split is. No, it's chocolate strawberry pineapple. That's what I believe. Yeah, I never. And whipping that. cream, you're like fuck off with the whipping cream. I got ice cream. I don't need whipping cream. I don't need a marciano cherry. I don't. I don't understand that. Marciano, sort of boxers, maraschino, maraschino. So whatever, marciano. Those, those fake played shortstop for the Yankees in '42. Yeah, it's like something, <laughs> it's something like a piece of plastic that's been soaking in alcohol for a couple of years to to soften it up. I don't get it. Yeah, it's different. No. Banana, uh, Dave, banana split uh, can beat it. What is better, summer month, summer edition, a cold beer or a margarita around the pool? Ooh, at the pool, margarita. I actually bought. Um, uh, we we were at the grocery store, and I was uh, I was going to buy some margarita mix. I was in a hankering for a margarita, but then I found these canned margaritas. It's like ah, fuck, then that's an extra trip. And blah 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 blah. Long story short. I got the canned margaritas. They were okay. I wish I would have uh, gone and, and uh, made a trip to get some tequila. I love a fucking margarita. Margarita rocks with salted rim all day. That like, I've 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 made a day out of those. I've uh, I've had some days out of those for sure that turned into tomorrow kind of deal. Yeah, you I, betcha. I like a good margarita, man. That just like go to. Uh, margaritaville in uh in vegas there or wherever they are and there's one the let the last mango in paris margarita oh that is actually like an angel pissed on your tongue it's so good it's and unbelievable like, oh and it's, it's are you rocks or blended like, rocks yeah i'm a rocks guy the blended thing yeah, you know, I'll, I'll have it but the rocks margarita is so good 
It's like, because like I'm, and you know, I'm a beer guy through and through. But like, yeah, when, when I get same, my same. when I get my fingers on a margarita, oh, it's it's go time. She's Be- go time. Because when it's blend, like when it's rocks, you can take them down as fast as you want. Yeah. Right. Like the the blended. Like you gotta like fuck now. You're slurpy. You're banging it on the bottom. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like. Your... I don't like blended drinks at all. At all. Yeah, you know, there's there's a time and place maybe for a daiquiri or or uh, uh, I've never had a mind trip. You've never had I, a daiquiri. I don't know if I have. I don't like. And, like I like. I've 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 been in a few establishments in my life, and I've never felt the time or the place for a daiquiri. Maybe maybe maybe. My my next trip down to the United States of America, I'll find a place to have a daiquiri. When I was in my twenties, I'll, I'll put it uh, on my list. When it's I was on in the a, list, my twenties, a couple buddies and I, we went down to Acapulco, and it was all inclusive. And uh, that, oh, whatever his name was, he made a nice banana daiquiri. So anytime I'm um in Mexico, I do treat myself to a banana daiquiri to to bring myself to a younger time and. Uh, but otherwise, now, like that's when I was young. But now it's all just margarita, just fucking margarita. Just yeah. give me, the, just give me the lime, give me the tequila, throw some ice in there, and let's get down to business. No, I, uh, yeah, I like a margarita. Love margaritas. I might, a uh, good margarita. I got nothing to do tomorrow. I might have a margarita bill. Yeah. Oh, do you got tequila on, on in the house already? Oh yeah. Deanne's huh? got a full liquor cabinet. It's not a, it's not a hard sell. It's one of I'm, those things. I'm batching it. Maybe I should stop by for one. We'll figure that out uh, off air and see how it's all going to get going. Uh, Dave, what is better? The Boys of Summer by Don Henley or Mark Harmon came out, uh, I think it was 30-some years ago today, the Mark Harmon movie Summer School. Oh, you know, it, it's been so long ago, but that was uh, that was a funny show, if I recall correctly. They had those two guys who were trying yeah, to make that, uh, uh, horror movies, and then the exchange student and the guy, the the big uh, football player who went to the bathroom with them the first day of school. He never came back to the to the exam day and everything else. Yeah, yeah, I kind of remember that. Um, you know what? I remember enjoying summer school with Mark Harmon. Because he himself was a teacher that was ready. Like he was getting punished. He found yeah. out on the last day of school. Kirstie Alley was in it too. He had a, he was sweet on Kirstie Alley. Uh, possibly, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't I can't speak that with that much knowledge. <laughs> Just because I can actually hear Boys of Summer in my head, I'll take uh, the ex Eagle Don Henley and say Boys of Summer. That's a great song, man. Like it that is, a, is a really, really about '84. I think that came out. That is such a great tune. Yeah, I, it was when, that I thing, think it was, that thing stands the test of time. It's oh, I love that tune. It was when I was working at Buffalo Buffalo Bills, and and on Fridays and they had satellite, and so like I think it was after nine o'clock they put on MTV, which was kind of a yeah. big deal back in the day. So. Yeah. Oh, I love that song. Like it's it's so like you they you hear it all the time. This like all over everywhere. It's a, it's such a such a good song. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's one of the top summer, and it's uh, well, it's the end of summer. Really, what that, what that song is about. It's one of those. But no, it's 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 uh, yeah, it's it's a top five summer song of all time, in my opinion. One of those things. But yeah. No, that's Dave. That's all I got today. What do you got going on? What's happening? We got something. Oh well, no, I I don't. I, I I put my pen away and I and I. uh I, I closed my book, so I'm not even going to look for anything else. No, right I think now. this was good. We had some laughs. And no, no, we got, we got to make we, fun we, of and We didn't cause any problems. We got to make fun of Theron Flurry, and we yeah, decided yeah. that that, that uh, parents who uh, 
who uh, look for autographs for their kids are complete dickheads. So that's the way it is. And, and people that take advantage of uh, uh, young athletes with too much money are also can be dickheads. But, you know, you got to look out for yourself too, kids. And look for that uh, show Broke. It was it was crazy. Some of the stories yeah. you heard. No, on I remember that because Iverson, because he, he's getting paid still. But they didn't they didn't the, the Sixers do him a favor by saying, okay, if if we give you all the money that we owe you in one sum, you'll have nothing left. Yeah, I, I believe right, it was something like that. Yeah, and like he 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 got like twenty million dollars on his fortieth birthday, and he's going to get another fifteen million on his fiftieth birthday or something like that. Fucking nuts. But they just can't get it their own way. That's some people just know better than everybody else, and no one's going to tell them different. And those people must listen to the 1420 Sports Bar podcast for beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Anyways, take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself for year round. If you stick on the ice, what else, Dave? Don't buy Thurin's book out of the back of his truck, and don't swing at high pitches. There we go. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you again on Thursday night.